Welcome to Season 1 of The Happiness Show, your valued resource on how to live successfully on the love path. Here's your love path mentor, Julia Thornborough. Sustaining your spiritual journey. Daily practices for growth and alignment. Hi, this is Julia Thornborough, your host. Welcome to The Happiness Show, where I will show you how you can live an extraordinary life on the love path and leave the fear path behind. This show will give you time-saving tips on how you can do just that. If you like what you hear and feel you've learned something, hit the subscribe button. That way you won't miss a single episode. Share the episode with one other person. It's the best way to help the show and help me reach more people. Sustaining your spiritual journey. Daily practices for growth and alignment. By the end of this episode, you will know how partnering up, completing your forgiveness work, and gratitude will give you the ability to live your life with verve and gusto. I consider these three activities your three pillars for living life with calm and grace. Well, it's hard to believe, but this episode wraps up season one, and I thought it only fitting that I bring together the key concepts I've been sharing with you thus far. So the focus today will be totally on the love path and partnering up, forgiveness, and gratitude squarely do that. So let's get started and see how these three pillars can kickstart your life with momentum and success. Now back in episode one, I introduced the idea of partnering up. While I was encouraging you to do that daily, that concept did not happen for me overnight. The first time I remember partnering up was when my life was at a very low ebb. Verbal abuse was off the charts in my marriage, and out of sheer desperation, I partnered up and asked God to guide me to a book that could help me move my life forward and give me a better sense of what was going on. Because I have been living, or had been living, I should say, in my personal bubble of hurt, anger, and resentment, I didn't know anything about Wayne Dyer or Deepak Chopra. But because a brother-in-law spoke highly of Scott Peck's classic, The Road Less Traveled, that became my book of choice. Now, have you ever been flat-footed by information you weren't expecting? Oh, man, oh, man. Each time I turned a page, I was in utter shock and dismay. To my horror, I had been living the better part of my life on the fear path, and the amazing thing is I didn't even know it. Being kind and going to church, well, that didn't cut it. And I had allowed myself to become a marionette and do what everybody wanted because I thought if I did that, then that would bring peace and everybody would be happy. 
But where did playing the marionette role get me? Well, every time I did what everybody wanted, I kept piling on more layers of anger and hurt. And every time I played nice, I was actually denying me what I believed in, what I wanted to do, or when I wanted to do anything. A couple more years passed as I was digesting and reflecting on Scott Peck's information. So once again, what was the road less traveled? Well, it was the love path. And what was required to be on the love path? Well, I was discovering you have to be true to yourself. Well, for me, I was intimidated by others. And that intimidation prevented me from being true to myself. I never stood up for what I believed in or what I wanted to do. Another component that was required to be on the love path was to have a faith that was rock solid. Well, mine was shaky at best. And the last requirement, a big one, was to have trust in the unknown and know whatever you needed would be available. Well, I didn't have the confidence and belief that any of that would ever happen for me. So after, you know, reading through the pages, the second time I remember vividly partnering up was when I reached my limit in the marriage. And I gave an ultimatum. I said, look, either things change here or this marriage is done. Well, from the insurance list, we selected Therapist One and she had a PhD, so we thought that would be good. Well, it turned out she was a disaster. She was whamby-pamby, and she didn't work for either one of us. The second therapist I never met. Then Joe and I thought, well, maybe we can work this out ourselves. And so we would sit across the kitchen table, and true to be sure, we would start off being calm, cool, and collected. But inside of two to three minutes, we were yelling and screaming. And finally, I, out of desperation, I said, okay, God, here's the deal. You can see we are floundering. So I'm asking that you guide me to the perfect therapist that is going to work for both of us. Well, I ran into a friend at Publix. You know how that goes. And when she gave me the name of who she was seeing, my jaw dropped because a psychic had given me the exact same name, maybe four, six months earlier, and I had dismissed it because it was coming from a psychic. But when I heard the name a second time, I knew I had to pay attention. Now, partnering up still was a hit or miss. It did not become daily or regular until somehow a light bulb went on. And I began to notice that every prayer I ever partnered up and asked for was answered. And there didn't appear to be any exception to that. So I began partnering up in earnest. Now, what I didn't know is that I began applying Darren Hardy's prescript for success. 
because what I was doing was exactly what he suggested and recommended. I was partnering up every day, so that's consistent activity. Each day I would ask for something that I needed help with that day, so I was taking small steps. And the third thing is I was making smart decisions. Now all of this was happening before his book was published in 2010. So spiritually, how did the compound effect impact my life? Well, I no longer today have anxiety bouts or I worry. My faith has become rock solid. And my stomach is no longer curled up in knots. Because you see, I was convinced that part of being an adult meant that your stomach was curled up in knots all the time. No more is that the case. I now can step out in faith and be able to trust the unknown with confidence. And I must tell you that the ability to trust the unknown, step out in faith, is huge. Because in life, you never know when you're going to need that. Like maybe losing a job or having a relationship that goes south. Now, I would have to say that from my original remembrance of partnering up to all of this happening where I now live worry-free, I would say that happened over a span of five to ten years. And I can't tell you when the snowball effect of being consistent with my actions happened, but they did. So how will partnering up help you? Well, if done daily, I do believe you will have a similar impact. Now, will it happen overnight? No, nothing in life happens overnight. But I encourage you to let the snowball effect surprise you. Just go with it. So how does partnering up give your life more momentum? Well, you're going to be able to smile more. I mean, if you're not worrying, you're smiling. You will be able to give yourself the best chance to be in the flow of life. Because now you're going to become solution-oriented rather than being weighed down with problems. You're going to have a confidence attitude. I can do this. I can solve this. You'll be living your life with confidence instead of faltering with worry. So now let's take a look at the second pillar. That's forgiveness. So why do I harp on forgiveness that it must be an activity you must take part in? Well, it boils down to this. How long do you want to live your life in a quagmire of negative energy? Not just living in it, but attracting it. How long do you want to, your talents to be buried? Because you're replaying all of your negative put-downs. How long do you want to deny yourself the freedom to be you? How long do you want to miss out on the wonders of life. Anger will do that to you. 
So what will forgiveness do you? Do for you? Well, I'm telling you, it's going to flip every one of those negatives on their head. Guaranteed. With forgiveness, you will become a changed person. So what is forgiveness? Well, back in episode three, I spoke specifically to the importance of forgiveness and how it was critical and would become a game changer. And also I explained all the steps on how to do it. Now, as a reminder, I want you to think of forgiveness like a pair of scissors. The top blade is your intellectual awareness. You know you have a wound. And the bottom blade is your emotional connection to it. Now, forgiveness is about taking full responsibility for your emotions. This means blaming someone else for how you feel doesn't happen. Because blaming, hands down, will keep your life permanently stuck in a merry-go-round of negative energy. So what is the connection between your intellectual awareness and your emotional connection? Well, at the intellectual level, this is where you know you have a wound, and the wound is very deep. And I bet, even though I'm not a betting person, but I would wager that you can identify the location, you know the person, and it's even possible you might even have the time the event happened. But regretfully, this is where most people stop. And why is that? Well, our egos always, always want to be in control. Oh, I don't have any wounds. <laughs> Not me. But if you are serious about wanting to move your life forward, you want to make the emotional connection because this will allow you to permanently cut your wound out of your life. So what is required of you for this forgiveness process to start? Well, first off, you want to make a commitment and say, you know what, I am done with this negative energy business. I am done having all these negative tapes. And if there was ever a time that I thought it was appropriate to be selfish, forgiveness is the time. Because you're not doing forgiveness for someone else. You are doing forgiveness for you. And the second thing you want to do is you want to partner up. And this is where you ask God, okay, God, as you know, I've just made the commitment. I really do want to complete my forgiveness work, which means the emotional connection. So I want you to guide me that I am 100% aware, I am alert, that I recognize the emotional connection when it happens. Now this is where it's very important that you pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to everything around you because your emotional connection can really come from anywhere. I mean, it could come from a thought, it could come from billboard signs. It could come from passages you might read from a book or an article. It could come from journaling. It could come from a conversation that you might be having with a friend. 
So what actually does taking full responsibility mean? Well, you know, in life, we always hear, you must be responsible for your actions. But I'm here to tell you, until I was in therapy, I never heard anywhere or read anywhere that it's important that you take responsibility for your emotions. Now, responsibility means putting everything into the first person. That's I, my, and me. Because you see, blaming uses the second and third person. Namely, he, she, or they pronouns. So what does it mean for you to shift from blaming to taking responsibility? Well, when you take full responsibility for your emotions, that puts you in the best position to be in full alignment to make your emotional connection. This is when you make statements like, and this usually happens after you've had a blow up, and you say, okay, God, as you know, I am feeling really, and then plug in the emotion. If it's anger, hurt, bitterness, resentment, plug it in. This clearly is my issue. And lastly, I ask that you guide me to the emotional connection I need so I can cut this wound permanently out of my life. Now, as a reminder, I want to let you know, a flashback to episode three, that's when I mentioned that it literally took me five years from when Janet said to me, look, no one can make you angry or upset but you. It took me five years before I understood how that concept worked. So let me ask you, do you want to take five years for this concept to take root? It's up to you. But I wasted five years of because of my ego. Now, if you want your life to change, you have to change your circumstances and see what's happened to you with new set of eyes. And that's what forgiveness will do for you. Now I want to ask you, how can forgiveness transform your life? Well, first off, you are living your life in the present moment. Those put-downs that you heard and received, oh, you're so stupid, you'll never amount to anything, or you're lazy. Well, those put-downs are now seen as falsehoods. You know none of them is you. You are more than that. Your self-esteem and self-worth will have the best chance for thriving. No longer will you be replaying your angry and hurt tapes. You will now have the freedom to be you, but also the freedom to just be. And the very person you are blaming becomes actually your blessing because they are letting you know that you're not as centered with yourself as you'd like to think you are. And also what you thought happened really didn't happen. Now that's a line from The Course in Miracles. Because I always thought 
that God had brought Joe into my life to make it as miserable as possible. Make it, it was just awful. But then when I discovered and I made my emotional connection, that's when I saw he was a blessing. And I never thought, ever, that I would be able to say with confidence and conviction and look someone in the eye when I said this. Joe is an amazing human being. He is awesome. I never thought that possible. But completing my forgiveness work did that for me. That's why I repeat again. When you make the declaration to do your forgiveness work and make that emotional connection, that is the time to be selfish. It does wonders. So how will forgiveness give your life momentum? Well, your put-downs get flipped totally on their head. You're not stupid. You're intelligent. You're not lazy. You're productive. You're not indecisive. You're confident. You're not indifferent. You are determined. And all of your talents that have been buried under mounds of hurt and anger now have a chance to emerge into the limelight. And again, will any of this happen overnight? Meaning building your self-esteem? No. But it will happen. You have to trust me on that. And now we've come to the final pillar, gratitude. So what's the big deal about gratitude? Well, first off, it shows you are not taking anything for granted, be it you, your family, or anyone who helps you. You are not taking anything for granted from what's around you. Trees, clouds, your car, your bed, fresh water, and so much more. Now, a Vietnamese proverb, I think, describes gratitude best. When eating fruit, remember who planted the seed. And you're also acknowledging God has a role to play in all that is. So how does gratitude simply keep your life on a positive momentum and trajectory? Well, gratitude becomes a catalyst that brings blessings to your life. And when you express gratitude daily, you give sustaining power to the plethora of positive emotions. Because negative energy, negative thoughts, cannot be in the same place. Negative thoughts will immediately get dismissed. And so what do positive emotions look like? Well, joyful, happy, calm, relaxed, content. Now, wouldn't you like any of those positive emotions to be happening in your life on a regular basis? They can if gratitude is expressed daily. Now, did I experience and apply gratitude daily in my life? No. Back when I was describing partnering up, I was in a bubble of negative energy, hurt, anger, bitterness. And there would be many a time when I would actually get to my destination and I would have no idea how I got there. Has anything like that ever happened with you? 
<laughs> that was happening, oh my gosh, so many times it was scary. And that's when I, was be I began remembering to say, thank you, God, for keeping me safe and out of an auto accident. I cannot tell you how many near misses there were, but there were a lot. Again, gratitude was still hit or miss. It didn't happen overnight. So what does gratitude look like? Well, you know, it's something as simple as saying thank you. Maybe you're given something for free that you weren't expecting. Maybe you found that perfect gift. Maybe you found an article on a concept you were searching for. Gratitude basically is any expression that supports your experiences for being able to live life more fully. So why is it that I harp on gratitude and not let go of the concept? Well, in my humble opinion, I believe if gratitude is not practiced daily, then your weeds of negative energy will grow faster than the rapid changing of cloud formations in the sky. Thoughts like, see, <laughs> I told you so, look at my life, it sucks. Nothing good ever happens to me. Now, will every day be good? No. Will every day be great? No, again. But I do know this. Beyond any shadow of doubt, I know that if the day is going funky, you can find something good in that day. It all boils down to choice. So what's it going to be? Do you want to express gratitude which is positive energy, and be lifted up? Or do you want to keep playing those negative thoughts and tapes in your head and have negative energy pull you down? And I want you to remember always, negative energy never does you any favors. Now, how would you like to start each day with gratitude? Well, I love this quote by Maya Angelou. This is a wonderful day. I've never seen it before. In other words, I want you to think of each day as a new gift. Think of it as being open to new experiences, new discoveries, or new insights. Treat each day as another reinforcement of who you are. Behind I am, I want you to make statements like, I am powerful. I am blessed. I am abundant. I am organized. I am creative. Because you see, what you put behind I am is what you're going to attract and feel. And with your I am statements, you are showing total appreciation and gratitude for all of your great qualities and talents. So at the end of the day, how does gratitude benefit you? Well, Jay Shetty says it best. When you are in a place of gratitude, you cannot be anywhere else. 
This means negative thoughts get the boot. They don't get the chance to stick around and change your perspective, either about yourself or with life. And the image of victimhood is gone because there are so many things to be thankful for. So at the end, how does gratitude give your life momentum? Here's how. You are now solution-oriented, not problem-centered. You appreciate all that is. You put positive energy into the driver's seat because when you are in the realm of positive energy, you are giving your best chance to control what enters your mind. Remember an episode back when I said you could have as many as 64,000 thoughts into your mind? With gratitude, you're knocking those negative thoughts out. Because your thoughts ultimately create your day and life. That famous expression, carp diem, takes root. Now as a wrap up for final for the season one, let's see how the three pillars give you the best chance to live your life with calm and grace. Well, the compound effect of partnering up allows you to live your life worry-free, be able to trust the unknown with the full knowledge and comfort that everything you need will be available. And lastly, your faith will become rock solid. There's no wavering. With forgiveness, it sets you free from the emotional prison. You now have the freedom to be you and just be. And lastly, your self-esteem and tarnished qualities now have a chance to thrive. And a daily practice of gratitude? Well, that catapults your life with positive energy. Negative thoughts are not allowed to take root. And finally, you are giving sustainability to positive emotions. But on the flip side, if you decide to take a pass on those three pillars, well, it will look like this. Without partnering up, you will live a predominantly stress-filled life. Without making your emotional connection to forgiveness, your life will be stuck in the revolving door of negative experiences. Without gratitude, your life will not be blessed with goodness and you'll miss seeing it. Now what I've shared with you are the three factors that I have greatly that have greatly changed my perspective on life. And like I've mentioned many times, change never happens overnight. But my intent for starting my podcast, The Happiness Show, was to shorten your learning curve. The fear path robs you of vision, perspective, and understanding. And the two books, once again, I feel will help keep, your, keep you on track for the great momentum and success coming are this. The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy and The One Thing by Gary Keller. Now, throughout my podcast, I've mentioned how it's up to you, the choices you make, that will ultimately make the difference. Now, Ken Levine puts it like this. We, make, we all make choices, but in the end, 
Our choices make us. So I ask, how do you want to define you? You're the artist. Your canvas is a blank slate. Make it your own. Now with this episode closing out season one, I think it only fitting that I remind you of some additional qualities that you have in your toolbox. This time I'm going to give you the Baker's 10. You are quintessential in bringing about positive change. You are accomplished. You are a blessing. You are a bundle of infinite possibilities. You are confident. You are personable. You are a doer. You are a gift. You are bold. You march to your own beat. Now, as you reflect on the three pillars that I feel will be the catalyst for immense change in your life, know this. You are awesome. You are the best. And no one, and I do mean no one, comes any finer than you. And also, you are the best for being with me at the start of my podcast journey. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now, in closing, I would like to know what you would like to hear more of in season two. You can do that by sending me an email at or to julia at juliathornbrough.com or create a post in my Facebook group, the Love, Path, the Love Path Group. Now, if you would like to receive a free copy of how to recognize more quickly Love Path Living versus Fear Path Living, go to my website, juliathornbrough.com and claim your free copy. And lastly, if you would like to, if you like what you heard and feel you have learned something, hit the subscribe button. That way you won't miss knowing when I announce the start of season two. And you will be helping the show and help me reach more people. God bless. <music>